0: Hey, it's Imani Aisha of ImaniAisha.com, your host, and you're listening to Thriving Love Couples Corner, our little place to have canon conversations about all things couple, including love, relationships, family, and hopefully motivating and inspiring you to create the relationship that you want. So let's aim to have that kind of conversation that lingers way after the podcast is over, shall we? I'm ready. You ready? Let's do this. Hey you guys, it's Imani Aisha, and today I am talking a little bit about breakthroughs. Um, This podcast idea was pretty much born from a conversation that my husband and I had in in the car on, I want to say New Year's Day. It was New Year's Day. We were just reflecting on 2016 and what we're looking forward to and what we want to do and what our goals are for 2017 what we want to accomplish as individuals what we want to accomplish as parents as uh, lovers and friends and as a couple in this relationship doing this life thing together and we you know reflected on our relationship and kind of what went well and what could probably be tweaked from looking back at 2016 and We talked about some of the major breakthroughs that we've had uh, this year as a couple. And it really got me thinking that a lot of times when we think of a breakthrough, we think of it as this one particular moment, as this moment in time that happened and we had that breakthrough and that's what got us here. But what I realized was, and he actually said it, because my husband is actually really, he's really astute and well, you know, tuned in, even when he doesn't always say it, he is. And he said, yeah, we had a few. You know, we had a couple, you know, in 2016, last year. It's weird to say last year now. Um, but, But we had a couple last year. And it got me thinking that's true, that we have, you know, multiple breakthroughs in your relationship, especially a relationship that is going to have a lot of longevity. And... You know what exactly is a breakthrough, right? Or you got, and I like the second one because I like it's in this, it's it's an instance of achieving success. And in a relationship, a lot of times we don't celebrate our successes, especially if they were hard to get. <laughs> we still don't celebrate them in in those moments when we had a breakthrough that doesn't come by easily the breakthrough, right? So um, when we look at kind of what leads up to a breakthrough in our relationship, it's often what we're not saying. It's often what we're keeping to ourselves, what we are not being truthful to ourselves about. Um, It's assumptions that we're making about our partners, about ourselves, about what we want. There are things that we keep kind of hidden in the dark, things that we feel like if we say out loud going to have earth-shattering ramifications in our lives and our relationships or we're gonna hurt somebody's feelings and and we're careful and there's suppression usually involved and sometimes that means awkward moments or moments where the communication is skimming over what the real real is underneath right so when we have those times it's just it's uncomfortable And then there comes a point where you reach a breaking point and you have to make a decision on okay, I've assumed X, Y, and Z about you, or I've been quiet about something that I just can't be quiet about anymore, or I haven't told you something that I feel now that I need to tell you, or that I feel now that I'm ready to tell you. And when we get to that point, I think that's where that's the the very very first ripple for the wave of where the breakthrough lives right um and it's important to get to that point because that's a decision making point it's so it's the point where we say okay we're going to step out of keeping this to to ourselves um for me i probably don't keep much of anything to myself and I, <laughs> and i don't always know um if that's something that, it's not it's, it's not something that's always well received to be that open and honest about stuff. And it's hard to see the reaction because our reactions often are ones of defense. Um, and the things that I do keep to myself in my head and in my heart are things that I know I need to work out on my own. You know, first, or that is that I've realized already that is more about me than anybody else, and I'm putting it on somebody else, so I need to have some time to sit with that and reflect on that before I go and say something because I don't exactly know what to say or I don't know how to articulate it. And one of the frustrating things for me, I think, is making the decision that I am I am going to say something, but not having the words to articulate what I want to say. So one thing that I do, I implement is, and this is going to sound a little kooky, but hey, I I do it. It's real. Okay. I talk it out with myself. Um, I talk it out with myself, not necessarily in a mirror, but when I'm alone in a room or when I get a minute, in the, you know, in a bathroom, I mean, I have a toddler, so when I can be when I can be alone and have a little space, a little mental space, a little physical space, I will I will talk it out to myself because I'm searching for the words to articulate it. I'm thinking out loud because one of the worst things, and, and I've experienced this, and it's something that my husband and I work on, is when I am trying to figure out what I need to say. As I'm saying it to him and he's reacting to what I'm saying right because that's what we do in a conversation he's reacting to what I'm saying and it might not have even come out right so he's reacting to something I said I didn't necessarily articulate it well I'm pretty much thinking out loud and it throws me off I I then am now reacting to his reaction I can't then go back and articulate myself the way that I want to so as crazy as it sounds I think a little Purging beforehand, a little practice beforehand, a little searching and thinking out loud beforehand. If talking it out loud is a little too, you know, not really your thing, write it out. You know, start to jot some things down if you feel better about that. Or if you have a really close um, family member or friend, um, or, you know, coach or advisor or counselor, you can start to work with them to start articulating your feelings. Now, this one I say with a little bit of a caveat because I don't I think that it can be detrimental to air out what is going on with you to somebody else first, um to air it out and with the understanding that that person may have a very unsolicited opinion about what's going on with you. So I say use that one with discretion. I often just do it on my own. Um or if I have a coach, I have, you know, I, I you talk to a coach about it, but that's cuz that's what they're there for. But I often talk it out on my own. I start to work through it, think it out loud, and then I can start to I can broach it with my husband with an understanding of what I'm going to say and why I'm saying it. Um so I say that to say that to kind of just recap all of that, because I know that's a lot to unpack, that the decision, making the decision, you know, first off to say, I'm going to say something, I've I've been keeping this in, or I haven't said it, or I need to get this off my chest, or it's been awkward, etc. I can no longer be afraid of the reaction or uncomfortable by your reaction because the truth or whatever my truth is has to come out now. So that I think that's where the breakthrough starts to live. And then what does the breakthrough then look like, right? That one, I say two things. It can either be a quiet or, or it can be loud. <laughs> the, the quiet one happens in this space, I think, when you, you say something, that the person is very calm and ready to receive it. And, and that doesn't always happen. The other person is not always ready to receive it just because you're ready to give it. So the other person's ready to receive it and you have this conversation and it's long, maybe hours long, but it isn't loud. It it really is a conversation. And then the loud one is sometimes you just blurt it out or you say it in a way that is truthful but but hits kind of hard. And then the other person is saying their truth in the same way. And maybe it goes on for hours. Maybe it goes on for a couple of minutes. But something really profound comes out of either one of these conversations. Something that hasn't happened before comes out. And you have to say, wait, okay, you've never said that to me before. Or I didn't, I didn't know that you felt that way. So now this person who who you've been with, who you respect, who you love, who you care about, You've now gotten a piece of information that changes the game. You've now gotten something from them that you say, oh, hold up. I did not know that. I did not realize that. And now you've opened the door to some understanding where there was none. Some mutual understanding where there was none. So now you're at this place where you're getting new information. And that is, you know... Part of the birthing process of this breakthrough. That's the the breakthrough, the beginning of the breakthrough. And then as you're in it, you have to decide what you're gonna do with that information. <laughs> because now you now know something that you didn't know before. And depending on what it is, is it going to is it a deal breaker for your relationship? Is it something that you can now work through because you understand it? Um and is it something that requires more reflection? Both for both of you as individuals and then as a couple. For me, the biggest one of the biggest breakthrough that happened, I would say, for us this this past year, really hinged on an understanding of our roles in this relationship. And I felt we were pretty, you know, clear about that. We have conversations about what we want to do, what our goals are, how we support each other, and that pretty much all the time. (laughs) Uh, However, we had a very real conversation about it in a way that we hadn't before because i didn't i i felt like there was a lot for me to have there was a lot going on for me to do with um building a business with dealing with raising a child for the first time um with making sure the home didn't look like a tornado hit it and and there was this pressure that in a lot of ways i was putting on myself And I, I felt burdened and I wanted him to release that from me. And, you know, if you, if you really felt me, if you really saw me, you would, you know, you would do X, Y, and Z. And I didn't even see how much he was doing at work just so that I'd have the opportunity to do all the things that I want to do as his wife, as his friend, and, I had to take a lot of personal responsibility for being dismissive, unconsciously dismissive um, of some of the ways that he he works for us in ways that I, I didn't even see. And when I realized that and stopped... Stop searching for an unleash from my from my burdens. The burdens just lifted up on their own. Because I was like, oh my God, this man! Look at all you know. It was it was that moment where I, it, something clicked for me in terms of what what he does for the family. Um, and I thought that I was very clear on that, and I wasn't fully clear. So that was that was a big change for me and it, it was born out of something that is hard for a lot of us which is personal responsibility which is looking at what my part in it was what my part in in my own feelings of overwhelm was and he was more than, than willing to say okay so what, let's revisit how we can support each other in this so you're not feeling that way and I looked at well okay how can I support you so you don't feel... You know the pressure and everything that you're feeling when you go out there and you do what you do for us. So we had a whole new conversation. It sounded a lot like the old conversations, but with new information and with new insight and new understanding. So when you get to that point where it's out there on the table, your truths are out there on the table and sometimes it's not pretty, then you have that opportunity to reflect some more that you have a better understanding of yourself you have a better understanding of your partner, and you have a better understanding of your relationship as a whole, and that's really the amazing part of it. I think that's really what's what's born out of it. That's great, and you know when I look back at that, and, and you know my husband said, my husband said we had, you know, we had a couple. We had a couple. That was a big one, but we had a couple of many many breakthroughs and, and moments of of." understanding and reflection where we're like, oh, I didn't get that about you. Okay, well, now I can approach it this way. Or now I, I know how to talk to you about this. Because before, you know, it would be like, w- what happened? I don't understand. Um, because we didn't talk about that. But now, okay, I get it. So we, we had a few mini breakthroughs. And I think that's something, that's why I call this a multi-break, mul- let's talk multiple breakthroughs, right? Because you're going to probably have several in your relationship, and as we are now raising our first child, the the way in which we handle that is even more important. It's always been important, right? It's important to our relationship. It's important to your relationship with your boo, and you know. But when you look at your family structure, and that's always that's always something you look at as a whole. You look at you, you know yourself as the foundation of the family, and then your children. Now she's looking to us now, granted she's young right now, although I do believe she she feels the the energy coming from her her dad and I, but she's getting older and she is going to be able to absorb and see and witness a lot more and I personally and this may be a little controversial and i talked to I talked to us about this too, and that same car conversation that sparked this podcast was. I think it's important for children to see that there is conflict in the home. And I've known some people growing up, even when I was teaching on the college level, students would say, yeah, I've never seen my parents argue. I've never seen my parents really disagree. And on one level, I can see how that feels right. That feels good. However, the consequences of that that I have observed are that so they get into relationships and they deal. With, they have conflict in a relationship because that's what we do, whether it's a friendship or a family relationship or a romantic relationship, there are disagreements, there are conflicts, and they're like, oh, we have to get out because we're con- there's conflict, this is not supposed to happen, but really what you need to do is be a model for how to handle conflict, and some of us didn't have that modeled when we were young, how to handle conflict because it will inevitably come in our lives. Um, I was reflecting with my mom the other day. We were having a conversation and I was saying, I used to be back in elementary school. And this is going to sound really nerdy, you guys. okay? But I was a recess conflict mediator, a peer conflict mediator. And you had to go through all this training with... Um, you know, one of the, the, the teachers, and you wore this green and yellow sash out on the playground during recess. And when you know, any of the, the, your peers would get into conflict and it started to escalate, you tried to handle it right there. You had steps that you had to take. If it was a really big one, you brought them into the room. You, you listened, each one spoke. You learned. This is an elementary school. You learned how to handle conflict and how to help someone else handle conflict right and this was something that they could take with them as peers next time they got into it at recess they took skills with them to say okay i know how to handle this look okay you talk you say what you know i'm gonna say what i have to say and then you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and i think it's important to model those same things in our home you know we're gonna have conflict and you know ideally and you know god willing we're going to have many breakthroughs in our relationships as well and i think it's important to to model how to to do that effectively um and and how to speak honestly and communicate honestly about okay this we had a disagreement we don't always agree sometimes you know You know, you say things you shouldn't say, you know, when you you know, when you're out of line, when you have to apologize. And this is how we then listen to each other, make sure each other's heard and we handle the conflict. One of the I was told, one of the ways that I knew that I could marry this man I married was when we did have conflict, because for a while we were in La La Land in the clouds. We didn't have conflict. We we weren't arguing. You know, you put your best foot forward, you know, little small things, but nothing that stood out. And when you finally had something where it was, you know, you were taken like, whoa, okay. the first time, you know, when you're dating that you you embark upon a a conflict situation and we got through it and we talked it through and we communicated to each other. And he was open to how I communicated and vice versa. I was like, okay, we can do this. We can do this because I knew there was going to be conflict for the long haul. So it was really about how we were able to handle it, and we've grown in that over the years. We've been together for a little over eight years, and we've grown in that um, even now, and still grow. It's one of those things that is is, is part of a process. It's you know, continue you continue to progress in that in that regard. So it's something that I I I want to impart to my daughter and any other children we have is that it's important to know how to handle and to resolve and to deal with the things that pop up. And even know when you didn't handle it so well, because we're human and I don't always handle it conflict well. My husband doesn't always handle conflict well. My toddler, okay, does not always handle conflict very well. She throws a fit, (laughs) right? You know, she does not yet have those particular skills, but she will. If that's something that's important to Austin and it is, she will have those skills. So I say that to say that as we have these breakthroughs and we have multiple breakthroughs and we listen and we communicate and we work through the things that we were afraid to work through before, because that's that's the point of when real breakthrough happens. When you when you touch on the things that you're a little uneasy about touching um and broaching with your boo, that's when the the real things start to happen, and that's when the the real transformative growth stuff starts to happen the nitty gritty and that's a big part of what I do as a coach and in 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 building upon skills that I got obviously when I was really young <laughs> in elementary school in a school setting. And building upon those those skills throughout my life, and then figuring out how to utilize in my relationship, knowing that I'm human and i'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up sometimes, and that's okay, but how do I get myself back to 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 the good place to the place that I need to be? How do I go back to a grounded foundational place and build upon that from our relationship so it's you know it's a new year. Um, And it's always, that's always a feel, there's a feeling of renewal, of reflection, and this this reset and this refreshing idea that we can build something even greater in the next 12 months and learn from what we did in the last 12 months. So I want to leave you guys with that and cheers to... The breakthroughs that you're going to have in your relationship, and how that's going to make you even stronger and even more intimate um, than you were before. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's little podcast. I know it was uh, just me solo. Um, hopefully that wasn't terribly boring for you because I didn't have a guest to really bounce off and bounce his energies off of, but. Um, I really always appreciate you guys listening, and please do subscribe on iTunes so you do not miss an episode, and I look forward to um, seeing you guys next time. I want to thank you for spending these 25 minutes with me of your time. You could have been doing something else. So I definitely appreciate it. And I want to remind you guys that I'm going to be in Atlanta doing a live couples event on January 21st, and it's going to be amazing, fun, energetic, it's going to be a networking and interactive workshop event for couples, a little something for her, a little something for him, a little something for everybody. So I'm really excited about that. Tickets are on sale and we're running our early bird special 35 dollars per couple until January 14th. And you can find more information on table for two that's table the number four and then spell out t- two T W O tw dot com. So table number four, two dot com. So I look forward to seeing you guys there.